0: Yeah, he's still not here. He's not going through. I have another way to do it. I think last. Oh, he's here. What's up?
1: (laughs) Welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode number eight of Concepts from Less Than Qualified Fathers, the Cal Ripken episode, boys. I am Patrick, and joined today per usual from co-host Dave. We also have a special surprise for you today, as we are being joined by guest host Andrew. Andrew comes to us from the great state of Maryland. Andrew likes the Baltimore Orioles, the Washington Redskins, a nice glass of Pinot Noir. Great (laughs) time can be found at Chick-fil-A, giving them fake names for his order. Andrew has a beautiful 10-year-old daughter as well as a four-month-old baby girl. Andrew, and having a 10-year-old, does that make you the original unqualified father? Uh,
2: Yeah, thank you, Patrick. First, that was a a beautiful intro. Um, (laughs) I do often give names that are not mine many places and chick-fil-a is definitely one of them uh yeah i think i started off as definitely really unqualified as a father and now i am less than qualified so Promotion. <laughs> uh, yeah I'm, I'm moving up the charts
0: trending down
1: <laughs>
2: trending down so well, you,
1: listen to the, you listen to a couple of our podcasts and you just you got hooked right Hooked line and sinker
2: Yeah, I love it. Um, One thing I want to touch on is I just noticed uh, Dave's avatar is Russell Westbrook looking fresh. I really like that. Um, I enjoyed from a lot of your podcasts, uh, one of the things I really liked was the pro tip about uh, what meal to treat from Patrick. Uh, Sounds about right. Breakfast. That that was a really good idea. You're welcome. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, my wallet thanks you. Um, And I love all the talk about the minivan. Um, my 10 year old the other day, you know, my, I have a 2005 Honda that's, uh, on its last leg and, uh, I'll be in the search for a new vehicle next summer. And, uh, I mentioned to her that I'd love a minivan and she looked at me like I was absolutely crazy.
0: Tell her to listen to the podcast she'll change my mind real quick.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man, they're fantastic. The Swiss army knife, um, <laughs> you know of vehicles that was such a great description um just to touch on what patrick patrick mentioned a couple things from when we were younger and uh you know my my parents had bought my sister a uh chrysler town and country that was the minivan that we had and we my we forced my younger brother who was on his provisionals to drive and uh we basically we were responsible the driver never drank but we turned the back into a mobile uh bar and casino so uh (laughs) You know, vans are fantastic, but once our kids get a little older, we're going to have to not let them utilize the
0: van.
1: Dave, we did the same things that you do in actual casinos, and we pumped oxygen into it and there was and we turned off the clock.
0: <laughs> Didn't know what time it was. Well, but yeah. Thank you Beth for having me. Absolutely. Yeah, you better do well. Don't ruin this. <laughs> we have to have fans now. Welcome. This will be the good segue welcome to concepts from less than qualified fathers the podcast that makes you feel better about your own parenting skills and let's get into segment one now this will come as a surprise it is not about politics when i ask about privacy we're not talking about facebook so patrick (laughs) as a father andrew as a father i guess i'll go to patrick first what does privacy mean to you and how has it changed being a dad yeah, it's gone. Full stop. It's over.
1: <laughs> next,
0: next question.
1: No, uh, guys, I think you're gonna enjoy this. I I wrote out because I have a schedule right now of nine to two, and I do nothing the rest of the day. Uh, I wrote out a top nine list uh, for ways that you, we have lost your privacy.
0: Nine, as in one, two, three, four, five, five, eight, 9. Correct.
1: Okay. Uh, I figured. Well, I'm figuring David Letterman might listen to this podcast and have a little problem if we had done a top 10. So (laughs) I went with nine for copyright and trademark issues.
0: Yep, he would sue.
1: He would. He is the type of (laughs) guy. I've seen his beard lately. Anyway, here we go. Getting into it. Uh, Number nine, if you thought you could sneak away for 10 seconds to put on clean underwear and pants, but instead get walked in on, you have lost all your privacy. Mm -hmm. Number eight, if you ever snuck into another room to take an important phone call only to have your child enter the room screaming, Daddy, I want a snack, you have lost (laughs) all your privacy. (laughs) Seven, if you have ever been taking a shower only to have the curtain ripped back followed by the comment, Hi, Daddy, you have lost all your privacy. If your child demands to see your bodily waste Followed by flushing the toilet for you You have lost all your privacy Guilty If you have ever quietly farted Only to have your child say You too daddy You have lost all your <laughs> Number four If you have had to have the conversation with your child About why they cannot come into your room After a certain time You have lost all your privacy Number three, if you thought you could, sneak a, you could sneak a cookie or another snack because your toddler was on the other side of the house but were instead 100% wrong as they come in asking, what are you eating? You have lost all your privacy. Two left, guys. Number two, if you have ever been singing and pretended that you're entertaining an arena full of people that were there only to see you, only to turn around and have your child there standing there, you have lost all your privacy. <laughs> fathers, the number one reason you know you have lost all your privacy. If you've ever been taking a dump and had your 3-year-old in there with you and asked her to help you by ripping off the toilet paper from the roll and handing it to you, you know you have lost all your privacy.
0: Could you? I missed him. Could you go again? <laughs> That'd be the whole podcast. That was great. Those are really good. Um, I was just nodding to all of them. <laughs> it felt good. Yeah, yeah uh, I was impressed. <laughs> number one is your solitude. You go to the bathroom. And when your kid's in there, that's the last straw. I like that that's number one. Andrew, you still there?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. I I lost you guys for a second, but I'm back. I think Patrick might be gone, but keep talking. What do you got? I'm right here. Uh, oh. oh. Well, what I would say that strikes really close to home is, is exactly what you guys just said. Uh, no private number twos anymore. I have uh, – uh, some friends that I'm in a group chat with, and a lot of times they'll post a uh, <gasps> selfie of the of themselves sitting on the toilet with their uh, toddler sitting in the bathroom with them. Uh, one of them is really entertaining. It's a friend of mine who his toddler is sitting in the bathroom with him on a bean bag, leaning back, reading a book. He looks like he's in a therapist's office and he's <laughs> he's uh, you know having a tough day. But uh, yeah, no private number twos. They're they're gone. You can't anymore.
1: You could, you could still do the the door open ones occasionally, which is a close second, but it's still not as good.
2: <laughs> or if the door's shut. You know, my daughter's 10 now, but, you know, my door's shut. I'm, I'm, you know, he's in the restroom. You'll hear a knock on the door. Daddy, I have to use the bathroom. There's another bathroom <laughs> downstairs. <laughs> <I like laughs>
0: yeah, but... Patrick, when you said that you're on the other side of the house trying to sneak a snack, um, I can go an up a level Go two doors in, and I could still hear my daughter yelling at the bottom of the stairs. Where's Daddy? (laughs) And I don't know if it's just like she's probably not even in the house. I just hear it in my head now. (laughs) But I'm now she's figured out how to open the gates, so there really is no privacy in this house anymore. It it could come at any time. Yeah.
1: If if you crunch, if you crunch into a cookie, they're hearing it. It just echoes off the walls. I guess.
0: I'm afraid she's watching me right now. (laughs) All right,
1: fathers, I got a situation (laughs) with you. Your child is sleeping past their allotted, their usual wake-up time um, during a nap, so they're sleeping past what time they usually sleep until. Do you
0: let them sleep, or do you wake them up? And, Dave, I'm going to kick it to you. Yeah, as you're asking that question, I'm kind of like, well, if you let them sleep, it alters all your plans that you had for the day. And it seems that that happens a lot more as Emery is getting older. She seems to be ruining plans without even knowing it. It just so happens that she's like later on the day when I don't need her to. <laughs> but I will say I haven't really run into this issue, um, like sleeping at night, waking them up to maybe get somewhere, but I will run into it because Emery is our oldest. She'll be three, starting preschool, and Harrison, the youngest, sleeps till 8.30, but she has to be dropped off by 8.50. So right now I'd have to wake up our youngest to take them, and I don't know what will happen. I know my wife wakes up our youngest to nurse, but then he goes right back to sleep. I just don't know – I'm a little nervous. I might kick it to Andrew. You kind of you might have some more experience with this one.
2: I mean, a question like this, you feel a wide range of emotion. It's uh, <laughs> it's hard to tell how to feel. You know, at first it starts with you're nervous. You're like, you know, are they okay? So you just pop in to make sure that they're that everything's okay. And then, uh, I really think at this point, uh, you know, most of the time you should just take it as a small victory and relax. <laughs> And let them sleep. Uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, I think it's an opportunity for us dads to to take it as a win and relax a little bit.
1: Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna almost turn it into a gambling analogy. Like if you're in a casino and when they're sleeping, if they're going past you know past their their normal wake up time when they normally wake up, you know, there's the the saying in the in the in the gambling community that you're playing with house money if you're up, which is obviously good. But then, Andrew, you'll love this one too. It, the house always wins, right? Yeah. So, so yeah. You, pl- you can play it, but I think in the end, you're you're you might be playing with a time bomb. But I think my initial reaction would be to let them sleep. But then it's what Dave touched on. It's how does that mess up your schedule the rest of the day? You know, if they if they sleep in sleep in in the morning a little bit, that could throw off what time they go. They, what time they take their nap? Which throws off what time they go. What time they go to bed for the
0: day? And then you're just. Uh, it's it's a it's a touchy situation, and that you know. is just not okay because the nights are my time. That's and brave, i do man. not want any minutes of my time being ruined by this fifteen minutes extra of my daughter being awake. So you'll you you would uh you would give you prefer to wake her up and keep your
1: keep the fifteen minutes to, to the back end on the night.
0: No, I'm all talk. I will never wake her
2: up. <laughs>
1: Is there, is there also something to be said about what they did that day? Like if you go to if you go to the beach in the morning and, you know, you're outside or they're outside running around versus if they're inside in the A.C. not really doing anything.
0: Yeah, like, like a lobster. If you have a
1: beach morning, yeah, they're, you're, you're, they're almost going to be warranted for a longer nap, right?
0: Definitely. You'd hope. I always hope that. I'm like, oh, yeah, she's getting tired. And then I, like, throw a ball, like, just play fetch with her. Like, please, just get tired. <laughs> t- 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 but then it just works against you. All of a sudden, she sleeps for, like, 40 minutes. You're like, um, no, go back. But then there's also the difficult situation. Andrew, you might be going through some of this
1: now, where they're, they're just rolling around but not sleeping. But they're not really not making
2: a noise, but you're just looking at the monitor like, please, sleep. <laughs> yeah, definitely going through that. I hear a lot of – uh Our baby's in bed right now in her crib, and I hear a lot of thumb sucking going on. I don't think there's much sleep going on at this moment, but you just kind of got to let her uh, work it out, and, yeah,
0: she'll fall asleep sooner or later. Yeah.
2: (laughs) That mute button. (laughs) (laughs) That mute button,
0: yep. I do get nervous, though. You did have a good point, Andrew. When your kid is sleeping longer, you have that brief panic attack of, are they okay? And we have the video monitor, so I just, like, continue to stare as hard <laughs> as I can at this thing, show, <laughs> movement, show me a breath. It's scary.
2: Yeah, your stomach drops for a minute. You're like, oh, man, she should have woken up by now. Um, that's the initial feeling. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I think that as dads, we should claim it as a small victory as long as it doesn't cut into Dave's time at night, yeah. you know?
1: Now, Dave, with two kids, do you get them up at the same time? Or if one wakes up, let the other go?
0: Um, you
1: mean like, uh, after the nap or yeah, after a nap, if, if one sleeping in longer, but one wakes up. Um,
0: uh, I tiptoe around the rooms. I, I want <laughs> however many minutes I can get with each one. So yeah, I'll try and let as long as they go, I have yet to wake anyone up on purpose. Um, I will silently curse out my dog. If he even like comes up and hits the gate and I'm like, no, you know, kind of nervous. Don't don't wake them up so that's kind of my viewpoint i haven't really run into it i um i am nervous though because within this month i'm gonna have to do it because uh preschool's on the horizon yeah right around the corner and you said you silently
1: curse out your dog when they're asleep versus uh loudly cursing out your dog when they're awake
0: (laughs) good catch yes just constant (laughs) verbal assault in my house
1: Segment three for uh, for our avid followers or for people that have somehow made it this far, still listening to this podcast. This is our viewer topic where we get uh, a topic from one of our quote unquote fans, and then we talk about that about um, said topic. This time, uh, since we have the guest host Andrew, his topic is uh, this might be a, a one of the biggest upsets in. In history of in history, if you pull this off, Andrew, but the fact that uh, uh the, your mom or the wife has said no, and you have said yes, or vice versa, on a decision.
2: Yeah, So this is one that uh that happened pretty recently. So it was fresh on the mind when I was thinking of a topic, and uh, it's tricky because I'm very easy on uh, my 10-year-old. She's real sweet. She's real kind, just like Patrick said earlier, but um, I am a softie when it comes to rules. Um, (laughs) I I hate to enforce them. Um, You know, my wife is super nice as well, but she (laughs) is much better at the enforcer role than I am, but this particular moment was at dinner, so my daughter is extremely picky when it comes to what she'll eat. Um... (laughs) she had chicken nuggets and corn on the cob and she ate all her nuggets and corn on the cob, but she was still hungry. And uh, she asked if she could have something else to eat. And my wife suggested something healthy, just like she normally does. Uh, apples, carrots, um, grapes. I think we had in the fridge and uh, my daughter asked if she could have a little bit of uh, there's a real fancy type of peanut butter, cookie butter. Have y'all heard of that before?
0: I have not, but it sounds delicious. What's the brand? I think I've had that and loved it. Oh, I have to double check. Biscotti or
2: something? Biscotti, yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's a big for a vegan, huh, Dave? Never heard of it. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, my 10-year-old's the one who actually turned me on to it. And, uh, you know, if you eat it with fruit, if you eat it with anything, graham crackers, it's fantastic. Um, But uh, she asked if she could have that with her fruit, and my wife told her no. And I see my 10 year old (laughs) still hungry and she's sitting at the table and she picks up her corn on the cob and she's like searching for little nibbles of corn that are left on the cob. And I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to have any sort of argument. I just wanted to kind of, resolve the issue, feed her hunger, get her to bed so that I could move into what we like to call Dave time, you know, night time. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, I put up just a little bit of that cookie butter in a bowl with a cut up apple. And my wife was not a fan of that. I was not in a good standing at that point in time. But uh, yeah, it's tricky when, you know, you're trying to collaborate on things and you're trying to do what's best, but you also... You know, us dads, we're just trying to get to Dave time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How did Dave time go that night? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: it took a little bit of uh, foot rubbing to get me back into good graces, but uh, <laughs> I got there. So
0: that's yeah. good. I you sit up for yourself. See, I'd be a little petrified to even try that. It would, it would be like a conversation with the eyes with my wife. Like, I'm gonna do it with my eyes. You know, mm, <laughs> and, start, mm, <laughs> mm, mm-mm, and I'm. Mm.
2: So I don't know if any of that was
0: going on, but you just went for it, and I don't know—I couldn't do it. Good for you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's—it's it's risky. My ten-year-old, she,
2: uh, she owns a special place with me, and she's uh, she's good, and it's just—it's real hard for me to be a, the enforcer. I can't do it. Someone else has to do it. Yeah,
1: Andrew, I don't know if you're more uh, daring than me or just more man than me, because what you I, said that topic, it petrified me.
2: It might be just more stupid, <laughs> but <laughs>
1: now. I I won't confirm I've ever ruled against my wife, but I also will not confirm or deny that if my wife has said no to my three three-year-old who has asked her for a snack, that I have not given her one when she had not asked me yet. So, is there a little gray area in there? <laughs> maybe I'm working in.
2: Yeah, I like that. I think there's definitely a gray area.
1: Because that's what I, that's what I'm dancing in right now. I think it's the gray area.
2: It's more of like a tie than a win. <laughs>
0: Um, I am the enforcer and Patrick probably got a taste of that. He stayed with us for a little while and I am a routine rule book over here. I used to work in compliance, bring it into the household, shouldn't bring work home. Anyway, I tried to... Okay, my daughter was sick and was kind of thrown up all night the night before and then it was the next day and she wanted some cake at lunch, and I was still like, "Listen, I was up all night with this girl throwing up. I'm still a little nervous about her stomach." So I said no, and then I just see my wife cutting the cake and putting it on her plate and moving it closer to her, and I'm just like, in my head, I'm like, I said no, but outwardly I'm like, just draw, draw, like this is happening. I can't do anything. I really, it's just happening. She's pushing the plate closer. My daughter's eyes are growing. I, I was very. I was overruled, and I just stood there and took it.
1: Yeah, I wonder what the the the, the outward verbal, um, like what we show. If if we you know we do something that our wives said not to do, versus our wives do something we, you know is that that makes sense. Like I feel, I feel like they'd get a little more mad than than we would at them.
0: Yeah, we have
2: we have to hold it in. I think that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, that is a good take. Hot take. How
2: about that one? <laughs> now, Dave, you are absolutely
1: right that you are the disciplinarian of your household. In that, for two days after we got back from North Carolina, my daughter was running around saying, uh, "Uncle Dave said I can't do that." <laughs> no way! <laughs> so oh. we had to we had to break
0: her of that. I'm glad I'm Uncle Dave in that house. That's good. I, I earned that.
1: <laughs> you did. You absolutely did.
0: Um... She still wanted to say, well, Emery used to just say boo to you. So I still get boos, and I'm like, I am not Patrick. We do not boo me.
1: Yeah, I got, got a lot of that. <laughs> a lot of boo time.
0: Oh, man, I guess I'll have to give some Catherine some love next time. No longer say no to her. No way you do this. You don't think so? 75 seconds. is Okay. Before we get into everyone's favorite segment of what did my kid do today, we are going to play a quick game and publicly shame Patrick when he doesn't get this. So Patrick thinks that he can name every major league baseball team and NFL team in 75 seconds. One minute. And 15 seconds, everyone. One minute and 15 seconds. I have a stopwatch up on my computer. And I have the NFL and MLB standings up. That is how I'm doing this. Yeah, this was a uh, statement I wish I hadn't
1: made when I was drunk a couple weekends ago, Dave. And now we'll see what happens. So as I stand up out of my chair, roll up my...
0: Not just drunk, Patrick. Wine drunk.
1: I oh, why i drunk. And uh, I'm just doing the, the, the team name, not like the city. I'm just going to name the team name.
0: Ooh, Judges? Judges? Andrew? He'll allow it. Really. <laughs> is that allowed? Are we, are we doing it? Yeah, well, no. Okay, I'll start it. Yes, just the name of the team. That's cool. Is Andrew on? Hey. Uh, hey, all there right. he is. It said it's-
1: all, right. We, all right, we're going on my first, my first team, all right?
0: Yeah, um, this is going to be tough for me. Go ahead. All right, right. on nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine.
1: All right, go. Go. (laughs) All right, here we go. Redskins, Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, uh, Packers, Lions, Bears, Vikings. uh, Rams, Cardinals, 49ers, Seahawks, Ravens, Steelers, Bengals, Browns, Patriots, Jets, Bills, Dolphins, Colts, Titans, Jaguars, Texans, Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers, Raiders, Orioles, Blue Jays, Yankees, Red Sox, Rays, uh, Tigers, White Sox, Indians, uh, Tigers, White Sox, Indians, Royals. Oh, was in the Central? was essential. Tigers, White Sox. Uh, I'm coming back to them. Uh, Angels, Athletics, Mariners, Astros, Rangers, Nat, Nationals, Phillies, Mets, Braves, Braves. Um. Oh, who's in that division?
0: Come back to it. Uh,
1: come One back second. to it. Uh, Brewers, Cubs, Pirates, Reds, Cardinals, Padres, Don, Rockies, Giants, Indians, Twins. Uh, in the East: Phillies, Braves, National. Stop time. Phillies, Braves. Mets. God, those Braves, Nationals, Mets, you, uh, God! Yeah,
0: you, okay, so one, one thing, one takeaway from this is, wow, good job. And I had trouble monitoring if you were naming them all, so I almost need someone to. I know that you may have missed the Brewers. And yeah, I think I did. the you had trouble with the Marlins. You got them, and then you had the Twins. You got them. Um.
1: No, I think it's just
0: the Brewers. Brewers would be one that stood out. You, you nailed most of these divisions. I think you, you went out. I couldn't really hear you during the NFL. Oh, did? Well, I, I think that was awesome. Let me just say, <laughs> that was better than I could do. You were felt, going by division. It so felt good. Yeah. If anything, you get the moral victory, like the Phillies usually give themselves when they lose. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the paper chance.
0: Um, well, let's all catch our breath. Let's roll down our sleeves. <laughs> let's get right into what did my kid do today? Andrew, do you want to start? Oh, yeah.
2: I've got a good one for that. So my <laughs> wait, daughter, who's... wait,
0: wait, you're echoing. I almost wanted it to continue. Could you sound like an alien life force? Do you know?
2: <laughs> I wonder what it is. Hold on one sec.
0: Now we don't hear you. <laughs> Come back for the alien. We need the alien. Alien is better than this. Is it, though? We'll ask the viewers after. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll go into what did my kid do today. You start. More of the what didn't my kid do today. Nice. Um, yeah, thanks. Um, Emory, the oldest, did not map the full two hours and never did i believe that it would turn into what happened this evening um she she slept for probably an hour and 20 and i it, it is because my youngest went down and started screaming in his crib that's his new ritual before taking a nap is just guttural screams <laughs> and then he'll just pass out face down so i don't understand, i don't know what's happening might be a tribal thing but emory woke up from that and now i think It just ruined the entire evening because she was just meltdown, wasn't eating dinner, cried a lot, um, went down early, which was, you know, more Dave time. But it almost was not even worth it because of the last two hours of the day. So not a positive spin, except for Harrison calling for his his new mating call. But I will say if I can force that two hours, I need it. I might need a sleep machine like you, Patrick. (laughs) That's right. Your son's absolutely hilarious. He's so loud when he's just bellowing. The pterodactyl. Yeah,
1: pterodactyl. Well,
0: and, I think Andrew's off, so if you want to just hit me uh, with what your kid do today.
1: Yeah, mine was, uh, she, my, my three-year-old has this new thing, which is um, really humbling from my perspective, but also really funny. So it's her, it's her, her viewpoint or her concept of what uh, mom and dad do at work. So my wife, my wife is a physical therapist. I'm an assistant athletic director at a high school. So if you ask her questions, uh, so we'll ask her questions kind of for her lead and for mom. And it's, you know, what does mom do at work? And she, she answers, she sees her patients. And then we ask her, why, why does she see them? And she says, they're sick. And we ask her, well, what does she do? And she responds, she fixes them. And then we, we ask her, why does she fix them? And she responds, so they can play and run around. So it's this great viewpoint of how she fixes them. And uh, she gets the whole concept of, of they need to see mommy to feel better um, and, and to get back on their feet and run around. And she thinks the whole world, world just plays. So that's what her viewpoint is. And then I'll ask her, uh, what does daddy do at work? And she responds, plays with balls in the gym and shoots them in the basket.
0: That sounds about right to me <laughs> based on everything we talk about.
1: <laughs> so here, here is in my, in my daughter's eyes the world my wife. Uh, heals sick people, and I
0: shoot baskets in a gym. I love her viewpoint. I think it's very innocent, and it is humbling. That's very nice. That's a good way to teach her, too. So good job, Deemer. Deem team. (laughs) Yeah, I appreciate it. Okay, last segment of the evening. Everyone, please stop crying. (laughs) <laughs> but before we get into sports, Andrew, hit us with what your kid did today. Mike, check. Can y'all hear me? Mike, check. Yes.
2: I was telling uh, y'all offline that this uh, headset of mine did take a cycle through the wash. I was a tired dad, and I threw my shorts in with the headset in there. So that could have been the cause for my extraterrestrial voice on that last one. But that could have um, to anybody. What's up? That could have, that
1: could have happened to anybody.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, But yeah, as far as uh, what Elena did recently is uh, last night while Ann was making dinner and I was taking a shower. She had her Kindle in her room and this was it's all it's funny and it's innocent, but there was some major repercussions. Everyone was not very happy about it, but she's 10. She created her own Instagram account without anyone having any sort of knowledge of it. So a lot of parties involved weren't really happy that she didn't get permission but the funny thing is when we found that out um her stepdad got an email and it alerted him and he sent us the screenshot of it and i checked out her page and she had two pictures on there they're real nice sweet pictures with like you know funny captions but the seven uh, accounts that she were following they were all uh puppies All accounts for dogs. (laughs) (laughs) So she had no friends at that point. So I friend requested her. Um, I liked her photos. Uh, I wanted to give her some love. But yeah, I mean, everybody was upset that she didn't ask permission. But I died laughing when I saw seven photos of dogs as her, the pages she was following.
0: How could you be upset about that? Yeah, it was funny. Before the puppies, I was a little concerned. I was like, uh, uh uh-oh. This is like (laughs) next level stuff when we have to worry about. (laughs) We're like, my daughter sleeps till 7 (laughs) a.m. Yeah,
2: (laughs) leave it to me to make the podcast dark. Won't get invited again.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm glad it's just puppies, but that is a tough decision. I see why people wouldn't be excited about that. That is a new, that's just new. I don't understand. I don't understand how to deal with that. So good job. I think you handled it correctly. Yeah.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: Social media is a topic in and of itself.
2: Oh yeah, you're right. Tough. Um. So yeah, we'll have to have we'll have to brainstorm one day and have you guys come up with some ideas for me. I'm on that next level
0: triple O G dad <laughs> stuff going on. That's right. <laughs> it is true. Um. All right. So segue to the Orioles. We'll be the only podcast talking about the Orioles this decade. I think I'm outnumbered by fans, but. Orioles are outnumbered by games behind, (laughs) (laughs) than games actually won. Is it tough for you guys this year watching baseball?
2: Andrew, you want to take this one? Oh, man, yeah. Um, You know, I I listened to your your podcast previously, and I I remember when Patrick had said that he had posted after the, the first initial win, the standings, um which is always a (laughs) a hilarious post um but uh yeah i mean i watched it at the uh beginning of the year and then there were plenty of games this season when i turned the tv on and it was the first inning and the orioles had given up six or seven runs that was their forte this season um dylan bundy's given up tons of homers uh you know it's i only watched him for a month i stopped watching after that i've been to a couple games just you know because baseball games are fun to go to but uh yeah, I, I also from a previous podcast listened to Demer's love for the Braves, and I've definitely jumped on that bandwagon as well. Are you a Braves fan, Dave?
0: Yes. Yes, I am. Nice. Good. I can say well, it's the first time in years.
2: Well, congrats, man. They're doing good. Thanks. Dave,
0: do you yeah, feel thanks. about uh, Acuna getting plunked. Oh, that was the segue. That was good. Nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you want me to answer that? Yes. Well, um, I was watching the Braves broadcast when it happened, but I had been alerted that it took place and I was kind of I didn't know what I was about to see. I didn't realize how bad it was. I, I actually think it was pretty bad and trying not to be a homer here, there is absolutely like no it wasn't a brushback pitch. It seemed like there was more ill will in Urna, Yarinas. like it wasn't productive.
1: Was it between the numbers?
0: Well, he tried, he hit him, and I guess he was trying to hit him inside and the back, but Acuna like didn't see it, didn't think that was going to happen and tried to like protect himself and hit his elbow, which could have been worse. It was 97 miles an hour right to the elbow, um, which could shatter it. And one, he's on my fantasy team. Two, they're in the middle of a playoff race. And in that order? Yes, please. My fantasy team, (laughs) Ron Thugs and Harmony needs Acuna in there. Um, No, it was just kind of scary because the Marlins are so out of it. And then to have them on the first pitch of the game after he's hit five home runs off of them in a three-game set and three lead-off home runs in a row, for them not – Major League Baseball has to look at this. I don't know what's come out today, but it's absolutely intentional. I saw some stats. It's the hardest-thrown pitch that Urena has thrown this year to start a game. Um, so he had intent to throw it as hard as he could. Like, it's just a scary situation to me. And what do you guys think? Yeah, I, I you know, I haven't
1: seen it. Um, I haven't seen the, the, the hit. It does seem extremely fishy to me. Um, Marlins puck. <laughs> because of what he's done to the Marlins uh, in this series. Uh, that said, I think it is really difficult to prove intent on that. Um, but it, 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 you know, outside of looking in, it, it, it really does sound like he was trying to hit him.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm trying. Yeah. I, it, it is so intentional to me just cause it's the first pitch of the game. All the background, this guy, I, I don't want to harp on it, but it was just kind of, it sucked to see. I don't think it's good for baseball. I had some friends telling me it's just a hit by pitch, get over it. And you're like, it's just, it's not. You know, you can't just say it's a hit-by-pitch. When this guy – there's a little factoid, too. Don Mattingly holds a record for most consecutive games with a home run at eight, and that's what Acuna was at yesterday, eight. And he's the head coach of the Marlins, so everyone was like, wait a second, that's fishy, too.
1: And Peter's the owner. Man, that's
2: a lot of uh, suspicious things that, that feed into that. And it's even, it's even more terrible, too, that the Marlins are not in a competitive standing where they would need to do something like that to him. But I had a shot at him on fantasy baseball, and I did not pick him up, and I'm very upset about it. Was he available? He was a free agent. I was reading an article about him, and I was like, do I want to drop this person? Do I want to drop that person now? And, yep, passed on him, and the rest is history. I'm in seventh.
1: <laughs> I, I do want to get your guys' take on the NL West race. That thing's getting really good.
0: Yeah, it's heating up It's good. in the desert.
1: Really good. Who's, who's – Dodgers <laughs> are in first right now, and uh, Diamondbacks and Rockies are each a game and a half back, I think I saw.
0: Okay, that's moved then. So it's really moving because Arizona earlier in the week was in first. So it's that's a really good race.
1: Yes. Uh, I saw something of fact the other day was like – the last seven days up until, uh, uh, until like the last couple days that so, different there had been someone different in the lead uh for like seven days in a row wow yeah isn't that crazy stack guy stat, how about that <laughs> stat guy
2: uh, stat of the day uh, Guest guess host. toast what, what uh anything you wanted to bring up oh yeah so as far as um the sports portion uh i did want to give a shout out to dave for uh Talking about Nola, the Phillies pitcher, earlier in the podcast, I picked him up, and he was fantastic. Also,
0: nice. Uh, Nola.
2: Uh, yeah, Nola, Nola was doing good, and uh, I have a fantasy football draft coming up here next Saturday, and it's with twelve friends of mine from high school. Um, and the last place person, it's called dress place. When you get last place, so you have to wear a dress that we had purchased. From the local uh, goodwill uh, shop, and on the front it has all the losers sewn into the front of it, and you wear it at the draft, but then you also wear it out to the bar when we go out. Oh. Um, I have ninth overall pick in that draft, and I wanted to get your guys' take on who you think I should pick with the ninth overall pick. <sighs> will Rogers be available at nine? <laughs> Rogers will definitely be available at nine. It's a um, PPR. Put that into perspective. Um, but uh, I think the only person off the board, because you can keep some people, but you lose a pick a couple rounds ahead, Hunt will be off the board for the
0: Chiefs. But,
2: yeah, what do you guys think? Kamara. Kamara. Ooh, I wonder if he'll fall to nine, but I do like that.
0: He ran. I, I had him last year, and he ran for yards, which was great. As a you know running back, you want that. But he made – you know, his production came with the PPR League uh, with Drew Brees thrown. I mean, I, and he's a year older. I think he's going to be great this year. I just kind of hope – I'm not playing fantasy football this year. I'm kind of out of – I don't care anymore. But Kamara would be my – not a sleeper anymore.
1: That's your prof-
0: professional opinion. My less today. than qualified opinion.
2: <laughs> I'll take
1: it. You need to scoop up uh... – Michael Crabtree.
0: Oh
2: gosh,
1: Flacco's gonna have a big year.
0: <laughs> Is Crabtree on the Ravens?
1: Yeah, got him in the, uh, the offseason.
0: Wow, I didn't know that. Cool.
2: Yeah, he got tired of uh, Talib ripping his chain off in uh, Oakland. <laughs>
1: he just he decided he was more uh, more biggie than Tupac, so he came over to the East. <laughs> well, does anybody have anything else they want to talk about sports, five?
0: No, that was really a fun podcast. Thank that was you, Andrew. Good. Yeah,
2: that was good. yeah. Uh, thank you guys for having me. I love it. It's uh, it's been really entertaining. It's been great to be on it. So thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And um,
1: for all the listeners, you can find us on Spotify. If you search for "Concepts from Less Than Qualified Fathers," follow us on Twitter. Twitter at at Unqualified Dads. So we do have a Twitter account up and running. Uh, Andrew, we know there. Cut was. Literally any other place on earth would have been more fun tonight, so we do thank you for your time and hanging out with us.
2: Uh, I had a lot of fun with it. I hope you do much. Yeah, thank you, guys. I'm going to go enjoy my Dave time. <laughs> <laughs>